0: Welcome. I'm Warren Odeschillet, and this is a Bahá'í Perspective. Welcome to a Baha'i Perspective. I recorded an interview with Taraz Nosrat on January eleventh, twenty 2022. Taraz is a recent graduate of Texas A&M University, where he studied biomedical engineering. However, his first passion was always music. During a year off university studies, Taraz produced his first musical album of spiritual songs called The Divine Spark, a Baha'i-inspired soulful devotional. He says the title of the album comes from the inspiration that an artist taps into when he or she creates music. The music on the album is a blend of traditional Persian music, woodsy folk tunes, Native American flute music, reggae, and classical orchestra. We feature selections from the divine spark in the interview. I started the interview by asking Taraz where he grew up and what was religious life like growing up.
1: So, I was born in Los Angeles, but grew up mostly in Houston, but I maintained my influence in LA from my grandparents and cousins. Um, in Houston, I attended children's classes regularly at the Houston Baha'i Center. Those involved fellowship and prayer, among other participants my same age. On weekends, my parents would often play the music of Red Grammar and Doa, who we are two famous Baha'i artists, uh, throughout the house on weekends while we would be cleaning. However, my fondest memories are of attending Boshua High School as a youth participant in their summer camp. And that's a Baha'i school in Northern California tucked away in the Redwood Forest of Santa Cruz. So that's where I I gained my personal sense of identity as a Baha'i and it became sort of my faith. And the camaraderie that we experienced there was amazing. I ended up bringing that energy back to Texas for undergrad ended up leading the Baha'i club at my undergrad, which was Texas A&M University. Our group actually benefited from having participants of all religious backgrounds, and we would gather weekly for interfaith discussions on various topics. So much in the same vein, around the same time, I also hosted musical devotionals, um, in which I prepared a program of writings from the Baha'i faith around a central topic and provided instruments for people who attended to contribute. And participate in group songs. I found that through community of voices, people singing together, that there was a synergy there and the sound of the whole group voice was a beautiful thing to behold.
0: So Taraz, how did your family become Baha'is?
1: My family's history with the faith began at least with my grandparents. When my grandpa wanted to marry my grandma, he was strongly encouraged to declare his faith, (laughs) and he did so, and he remained a devout Baha'i for the rest of his life, as did my other set of grandparents on my dad's side. So, you know, my parents were born into it, and so was I, Um, and that's why it was so important that I developed my own sense of identity with the faith at Bosh Baha'i School as a a youth.
0: And your grandparents became Baha'is when they were in the United States?
1: No, they actually became Baha'is in Iran, so quite a while ago. Uh, That was probably in the 50s or 40s.
0: And when did music become a serious endeavor for you?
1: So I actually grew up playing many different instruments, first on piano and then in viola from middle school and high school. Um, I also performed at competitive level with regional orchestras. However, it was my time at Boschba High School, being around counselors like Devin Gundry, Andy Grammer, Kelsey Boulken, all people that I looked up to, and they made me realize that guitar would be a great way to express emotion and entertain others. Uh, I have very fond memories around the campfire of them playing songs and leading everybody in song. So I picked up the guitar at around age 16 and I really ran with it. Uh, I remember playing for hours a day until my fingers couldn't take it anymore. After that, I actually wanted to study music in undergrad, but my parents insisted that I pursue something more practical and continue to play music on the side. So I studied engineering and I, you know, maintain my enthusiasm and love of music. I'm grateful that they always supported my various musical endeavors and that I'm still able to take part in perform music today. So I think it was right around the time of undergrad that I really started taking off with the project
0: of this album. And so The Divine Spark is your first album. So what inspired you to create it?
1: So it was a couple of years after being a youth participant at Bosho High School in the Redwoods that I was there for a summer of service, spending several months there amongst the Redwoods. Something about being in that sacred space in a state of meditation and service that really led to an inspiration of many of the melodies. So that summer I began making primitive recordings of certain songs and melodies that came to my head. The reason I call it The Divine Spark is I felt like a lot of the inspiration from this came from a divine source. I didn't feel like I was forcing the words into the melodies. For some of the songs, I actually woke up in the morning and I had a melody in my head and I picked up the guitar and I had to figure out how to capture that melody. And then for other tracks on the album, I ended up reading certain writings. And after reading them, it inspired something deep within me, which is hence The Divine Spark.
0: Taraz, you picked six pieces from The Divine Spark for us to share on this interview. And the first one we're going to feature is called Rise and Shine. So tell us about this song.
1: Yeah, so Rise and Shine is the first song on the album and it's an instrumental track. Um, It's called Rise and Shine because the song tries to encapsulate the feeling of waking up and the sunrise sort of the slow progression of a day and it ends up building into melodies and harmonies that are supposed to put you in a meditative state and uh, have a real positive way to start the day. So the song features a lot of different vocal harmonies of myself recording, different finger style guitar lines that I was playing, multiple tracks of viola that I play that I layer over itself. But again, it really tries to capture the feel of a day, of the sun rising and, and getting out there.
0: So this is Rise and Shine. of Taraz Nosrat who released an album entitled The Divine Spark with the subtitle of Baha'i inspired soulful devotional and we just listened to an instrumental piece called Rise and Shine. Is this album a solo endeavor of yours or did you have any musicians that collaborated with you?
1: So although I wrote all the musical components of it myself there are several guest vocalists that contributed their talents to the album, one of which is my mother, <laughs> Zivon Nostrad, who put her vocals on a track that we'll discuss later. Another is my good friend, Maryam Gilpatrick, who contributed her guest vocals on a song as well that we'll discuss. And then there's a third track that features um, some bass guitar from a friend of mine back in Texas, all of which were melodies that I had written but I'd asked them to perform their parts to bring their own unique flavor to the album.
0: So the next piece we're going to feature is so powerful. So tell us about this one.
1: So this piece is a very whimsical one. Uh, I would call it a single on the album. However, there were no singles released. Uh, it was a track that ended up being birthed at Bospa High School when I was there as a counselor. And I was leading a arts class for children, and they needed some kind of performance to put together for the talent show at the end of the week. So I took a writing that I thought was very positive, had my ukulele, and ended up coming up with a very simple, very catchy melody uh, that I felt like children would be able to sing. Simultaneously, there was an interpretive dance that went with it (laughs) that all the children would do while they were singing the song. And it basically ended with them while holding hands at the end. So it was you know, a very beautiful combination of both music and dance in real life that prompted the song to be re- recorded later for the album. So I really try to capture that sort of whimsical feel by creating or adding a sample of a children's play and laughter at the beginning of the song.
0: So this is so powerful.
2: So power, power, powerful So power, power, powerful Is the light of unity So power, power, powerful So power, power, powerful Is the light of unity That it can illuminate the it can
0: the music of Taraz Nosrat, who released an album entitled The Divine Spark, with the subtitle of Baha'i-inspired soulful devotional. Taraz, you said that So Powerful, which is the song we just listened to, is from a writing, and I I assume you mean from the Baha'i writings, and are all of these songs from the Baha'i writings?
1: Correct. So all of the lyrics that I'm singing are excerpts from the Baha'i writings, some of which are entire writings that were revealed, and other parts are excerpts from certain writings that I took, key parts of that I thought would make a good musical melody or capture the main message of the writing that I wanted to convey. So none of the lyrics are from me. All of them were revealed in the Baha'i writings, but I tried to pair them up with music that really complemented the lyrics themselves and the message they were trying to convey.
0: So the next musical selection, Taraz, that we're going to feature is Hidden Words 7. Now why did you select this piece?
1: So this was a piece that, or a writing I should say, that had a lot of significance to me when I first read it. It was one in which after I read it initially the melody sort of created itself or inspired itself through some divine inspiration. I picked up my guitar and strummed out the main melody from it. I really tried to capture sort of a fusion or a flavor of my Eastern background, which is the Iranian background and those kind of sounds and melodies, but fuse it more with a western, you know, acoustic guitar instrument and vocals thereafter. And the other Special thing about this song is that it's my mom's favorite song on the album, so I had her record guest vocals at the very end of the song. However, she still uh, makes fun of me to this day for how soft I put her vocals in the mix, but (laughs) I defer that to the the person I hired to mix and master it.
0: (laughs) So this is Hidden Words 7. The music of Taraz Nosrat, who released an album entitled The Divine Spark with the subtitle A Baha'i Inspired Soulful Devotional. We had just listened to the piece, Hidden Word Seven. Now what's the significance of that title, Hidden Word Seven?
1: So it is actually the seventh hidden word in the Persian translation of the hidden word. So the hidden words are numbered. This one is the seventh one there's both the Arabic and the Persian hidden words and this one is from the the Persian hidden words so if you were to to Google hidden word seven in Persian you would find the original writing that this was taken from
0: what's the significance of the hidden words
1: so the hidden words are a collection of mystical writings released by Baha'u'llah who's the prophet founder of the Baha'i faith and in these are supposed to be condensed all the spiritual teachings of all the major religions put into very spiritual poetry. It's often read multiple times and multiple interpretations are drawn each time they're read. These words are very potent and have a lot of meaning within them to the reader.
0: Taraz, the next piece we're going to feature is Guide Me. What should we be listening for in this piece?
1: So one of the unique parts about this one is that there's guest vocalists from my good friend Maryam Gilpatrick. The instrumentation of this is also very light and playful. There's ukulele at play. It's very soothing. And so this is just one that I found that had very nice harmonies and very nice instrumentation that I thought the listeners would enjoy. So
0: this is Guide Me.
2: lamp and a brilliant star, make of me a shining lamp and a brilliant star.
0: The music of Taraz Nosrat who released an album entitled The Divine Spark with the subtitle a Baha'i inspired soulful devotional and we just listened to the piece Guide Me. So the next piece Taraz is called Ladder for the Soul. So what inspired you to create this piece?
1: So this piece is actually entirely instrumental the title ladder for the soul is from this quote from baha'u'llah that says we verily have made music as a ladder for your souls a means whereby they may be lifted up unto the realm on high this to me is either i don't know validation is the right word or confirmation of the power of music and how it can transport your soul into another realm entirely and so the instrumentals for this are just a very passionate outpouring of melodies and vocals and also one in which I try to capture elements of my Persian culture and, you know, musical elements from that as well, but blend it with my current knowledge of music. Uh, I also utilize an ocarina in this song, which is a little bamboo flute that was handmade in South America and I think adds a, a nice element to the song as well
0: so this is ladder for the soul Listening to the music of Taraz Nasrat, who released an album entitled The Divine Spark, with the subtitle A Baha'i Inspired Soulful Devotional, and we just listened to the instrumental piece entitled Ladder for the Soul. Now the last piece we're going to feature, Taraz, is entitled Southern States Prayer. So what is a Southern States Prayer?
1: <laughs> I'm glad you asked so It's actually a prayer in which, before it, it says it's revealed to the Baha'is of the southern states. And then it says, every soul who travels through the cities, villages, and hamlets of these states and is engaged in the diffusion of the fragrances of God should peruse this commune every morning. A southern states prayer was something that we would read together at different regional conferences in Texas where I grew up, and basically any setting in which a lot of Baha'is would gather together. I personally really like the segment of the words and the writings that I took from that and put into musical form, both as a tribute to Texas and the southern states where I grew up, but also as a sort of inspiring message about exactly what it says, engaged in the diffusion of the fragrances of God and basically positive encouragement.
0: So this is Southern States Prayer.
2: Thou seest me and my loneliness and weakness occupied. succeed unless thou assist me With triumph and my sis me with thy effective my sis me with thy triumph and my sis me with thy effective me with thy triumph and my sis me with thy effective my sis me with thy triumph and my sis me
0: We're listening to the music of Taraz Nosrat, who released an album entitled The Divine Spark with the subtitle, A Baha'i-Inspired Soulful Devotional. And we just listened to the piece, Southern States Prayer. Now Taraz, why did you select the subtitle, A Baha'i-Inspired Soulful Devotional?
1: Because I took excerpts from Baha'i writings, therein was the Baha'i part of it, (laughs) and the inspired part. However, I had to include inspired because there are certain segments of the writings that I either took or cut instead of just reading the whole writing from top to bottom. I sort of rearranged things at times in order to make them flow musically or work well in songs. And so it's not a hundred percent true to the original release of the writing. However, it is all, technically, writings of Baha'u'llah and of the Baha'i faith. The soulful part of it is just describing the energy and the respect I have going into this project. Um, And the devotional is my hopes in that people could use these at different gatherings, devotionals, youth groups, basically a, a myriad of different settings in which they could utilize these musical pieces. Even though it's been about eight years since I released this album, mm-hmm. actually February will be the eight-year mark, early February, so we're quickly approaching on that. Yeah. I've really been amazed at the outpouring of support from this album. Like, I've personally shipped albums to Hong Kong, Singapore, you know, all places around the world, and that's really more of a testament to the Baha'i writings than it is to my music, about how wide, widespread it is. So I think there really is a like a, a yearning and a demand for access to good Baha'i music. That's just sort of what I wanted to contribute into that realm and space.
0: Where can people find your album?
1: So my album is currently in many different mediums. There's my personal Bandcamp page. There's also the Baha'i distribution service that's releasing it. It's also on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, CD Baby, basically. Anywhere that music is obtained, they should be able to find my album by searching Tara Nostrad and The Divine Spark together.
0: And do you have a next CD in the works?
1: <laughs>
0: so I would love
1: to create another CD. But first, I want to make sure that I have something that I want to contribute musically and say. Uh, the first CD was such an organic experience. Like I had 10 songs that were written, and I wanted to get them out and share them with the world. And I also had time to dedicate towards such a project. It actually took a lot longer than I thought it would to create a project of this magnitude. Probably three to four years in total of writing, recording, fundraising, doing all the design work and promoting and releasing it thereafter. I would love to do that again. However, I currently only have one writing that I've put to music that I'm happy with. It's the Baha'i Healing Prayer. And it's still in a very crude form right now so in the future i would like to get back to the inspired mindset that i had at the time which is what truly allowed these melodies to flow so basically in short there's nothing on the immediate horizon for me but i'm hopeful for inspiration to strike me again and to be able to contribute something again musically
0: well taraz i want to thank you so much for sharing your music with us today
1: warren thank you so much for your time and i hope the listener really sees the sense of calm and joy and passion that I had in each track on this
0: album. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Taraz Nosrat, creator of the album The Divine Spark. More of Taraz's music will be played after the closing of this program. You can find this interview and other interviews on the website abahiperspective.com and on the YouTube channel Abahai Perspective. You can also find the podcast on Spotify and iTunes. For information specifically on the Baha'i faith, you can go to the website baha'i.org or you can call the number 1-800-22UNITE. I hope you join me next time on A Baha'i Perspective.
2: Bestow upon me a heart Which may be illumined with the light of Thy love Bestow upon me a heart Which may be illumined with the light of Thy love And confer upon me thoughts which may change this world in No!